0: Y'all, they called Child Protective Services on me. Yes, me. The urban foster dad, me. They called Child Protective Services on me. Let me give you a little backstory of the young man that was living with me that they called Child Protective Services on me. And let me say this, this kid was with me for about three years, and he really wasn't a bad kid toward the end of the three years. But in the first year and a half, he was hell on wheels. I received a phone call from the principal of his school, and she said to me, Mr. Jones, um, where's your debit card? And I said, where's my debit card? My debit card is in my wallet. She was like, no, your debit card is not in your wallet because it's sitting on my desk. So I grab my wallet and I'm looking through my wallet. I'm like, my debit card is gone. I'm like, well, how did you get it? She said that the kid was living with me. I guess he stole the debit card out of my wallet. He took the debit card to school and he gave the debit card to another kid and told the kid to take the card, go online and buy whatever he want. Well, thank God this kid Dropped the debit card and a teacher saw the debit card and she picked it up and she was like you know whose debit card is this and he said that my kid gave him the debit card so the principal called my kid in and she was like you know what are you doing with your dad's debit card he said oh my dad gave me the debit card she said okay that's fine I'm gonna call your dad and I'm gonna find out if he gave you this debit card now y'all know i would not give a kid in care access to all my money so that's just to give you a little backstory on how bad this kid was at the time because i mean actually now he's actually a grown man but at the time he was that bad so in a previous podcast i told you about the kid that was jumping out of the car and when he jumped out of the car the last time, I left him right where he was, because I mean, he had done it a couple of times, and I'm like, you know, I would have to drive around, driving the car behind him, begging him to get in the car, and I was like, you know, this can't continue, so like I said, the last time he did that, and we were at a a McDonald's, and he got upset in the car, and he jumped out of the car, and I pulled off and left him right there at that McDonald's, and i came home and at this time he was about 14. so i called came home i called the agency i worked for and i told him what had happened you know i said he had jumped out of the car and i you know i was tired of him doing it and i left him out there so the caseworker at the agency she was like well give us a call back when he you know gets home so I guess this was around seven o'clock. Some kind of way he found his way home. He said a couple brought him home, and um, it was about nine thirty. And I called her, and I said, you know, he he was he was home. So I say maybe about a good forty minutes later, she was at my door. She didn't call me, and she didn't say, hey, you know, I think you guys need a break, or you know, I'm gonna send him to respite. whatever but you know it wasn't out of the realm of you know something that would be unusual so I didn't think anything of it so she came to the house um, she told him to pack a bag and he was she was going to take him to respite for the night once again I didn't think anything of it so that was on a Thursday that Friday normally where it happens is they will send the kid to respite you know if it's a situation where you and the kid got into it and then the kid would return home the next day they would take the kid to school and the kid would come home on the bus like they normally would but that friday i was off from work and i say around 12 noon she called me and was like hey um i'm gonna come over there and get the rest of his stuff i was like you know get the rest of his stuff i mean you know what i'm saying i didn't think it was that bad so she came over when she came over to get his stuff she was like you know i think you guys need a break and we're just going to let him stay with this other family you know what i'm saying for maybe a couple of weeks or whatever so i was like you know still that didn't make sense to me because i'm like well why are you taking all of his things And I'm like, well, you know, if they're taking all of his things, they they have no intentions on bringing him back. This is why I tell you guys. If you don't listen to nothing I say in this podcast, listen to this. Always make the social worker your best friend. If you can't do anything without the social worker. I often tell people, yes, you're fostering but the social worker is like his mother and you are kind of like a an aunt and uncle that the social worker has said hey can you keep my kid for the weekend and you have agreed to it because the social worker is the one that has custody of that kid not you so you don't really have any rights so when you i mean if you know if a social worker comes and she remove a kid from your home Really, that's not anything you can do unless you have a permanent foster care agreement in place where you have to go back before the judge to have that kid removed. So like I said, she came that Friday, she removed all of his things. And this kid was really bad. When I met him, the social worker told me, I'm, you know, I can't find anyone that would keep him for longer than two weeks. He was living in a group home. The group home was trying to keep the older kids in there from beating him up because he had a lot of mouth. And I mean, this kid would cuss you out worse than any adult. So when I met her, she was like, you know, please try to keep him. And I'm telling y'all, you know, this particular kid threatened to stab me. I still kept him. You know what I'm saying? He stole my debit card. I still kept him. Because like I said, I'm that type of foster parent. You know, I just don't give up that easy. That's just how I am. So Sunday night, I was kind of missing him a little bit. Yep. Through all of his behavior issues. Trust me when I tell you, I loved him. I really, really did. And I'm just giving you all this particular story. But there was a lot of good that came from that kid. I'm here to tell you. So that Sunday, I called his social worker. And I left her a message and I thanked her and I kind of like explained what was going on. And I said, you know, they, let me see, they removed the kid from my home. They took all of his things. So I left that message Sunday night, Monday morning around eight o'clock, I guess, you know, cause a lot of social workers, they do not answer the phone on weekends. They do not, um, you know, listen to their voicemails unless you're saying the kid is dead. <laughs> That's the only time you can get in contact with the social worker on the weekends. So first thing Monday morning at eight o'clock, she called me and she was like, hey, I got just got your message. What's going on? And I told her what was going on. And she said, well, I don't know know, why they would remove all of his things. Let me call over to the agency that you work for and let me call you back. I was like, "Okay, y'all, when that social worker called me back. She said on Friday, they had called Child Protective Services on me because of what happened. Because me letting him, once he jumped out of the car and me leaving, they called Child Protective Services on me. And the social worker explained to me what had happened. She told me, once again, this social worker and I worked together for at least five years. I mean, I really trusted her and she trusted me. She said... Let me call over to Child Protective Services, and I will talk to them, and I'm going to call you back. She called over to Child Protective Services. She explained the type of kid that he was, all the issues he had given all the other foster parents, and she explained to them that this is the only person that has kept him for any length of time and has not put a 30-day notice in on him, and I need him to go back. They closed the investigation. She called me up. She said, I'm getting ready to call over to the agency that you work for, and I'm telling them to go pick up all of his things at the, um, the respite home and take them back to your house because, and, and I had a permanent foster care agreement in place. And because of the permanent foster care agreement, they did not have the right to do that. So why the agency I worked for the director that worked over there and she doesn't work there anymore because everybody works over there now we get along we uh, we know each other you know what i'm saying i love them crazy about them but this particular um young lady that worked there like i said she's no longer there she called me up apologizing we wasn't trying to do anything sneaky and i was like yeah you was trying to do something sneaky because you called child protective services on me they could have really opened up an investigation. They could have actually charged me with a crime. So, you know, I was really upset. But that all goes back to, thank goodness, that the social worker and I really had a good relationship. Because I'm telling you, I have taken kids that was in uh, locked facilities that nobody wanted. And she called me up and asked me what I, you know, try this particular kid or whatever and I would do it but you know thank goodness that it didn't go anywhere but I'm just telling you foster parents out there you really have to be careful with you know whatever you're doing because honestly now when you know I've been doing this now for about you know 11 12 years when I look back on it I was really wrong for leaving them out there but I was pissed off (laughs) You know, I was sick and tired of him jumping out of my car and me having to drive that car behind him, begging him to get out of the car. But now I know, you know, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But that's another story I wanted to, you know, give you guys. And remember, I'm the Urban Foster Day. And to always foster from a place of love, kindness, and understanding. You are listening to the Urban Foster Dad Podcast. All of our content will be true, raw and uncut. Please ask questions, leave a comment and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.